0: The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. Hi, this is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the Di Guys Podcast. I'm here with my co-host and good friend Mike Coggle. Mike, what's the latest in Denver today?
1: Chris, good morning. How are you? Living the dream, brother. Awesome. Good to hear your voice. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, everything here in Colorado is uh, pretty good. I, you know what? I think that we've got this wonderful thing called COVID-19 somewhat under control. The numbers are keep going down, which is always a positive sign. I know there were spikes but they have seemed to have gone down here. The issue we have right now is 100-degree temperatures, record temperatures to include again today, record 90s, three wildfires in the West that are becoming a little unnerving for not just people in Colorado. Obviously, the same is true all over the western United States. Fires are now starting to mount, and with fires and safety, Chris, it's amazing. You don't think logistically. If you got to go to a gymnasium because you've been displaced, and sleep on top of each other, and then you've got six feet of social distancing, there's some logistic nightmares for all the people that have to work so hard when wildfires and natural disasters break out. And, and, and again, my heart goes out to everybody in um, the great state of Iowa, which is where I'm from. A week ago, which is finally making national news, whatever it was called, Cyclonado or whatever, you know, wreaked havoc on 75 million acres of, of farmland. Um, the city of Cedar Rapids, nine days later, is still without power for somewhere around 75,000 to 100,000 customers. So you know what? As Tony DiCoppo said on CBS this morning, natural disasters and life still goes on even during a pandemic, unless we don't want to forget everything else that's going on for everybody. So that's my little sermon for this morning. Let's jump into talking about good old income protection, Chris.
0: Great. Hey, Mike, I want to relay a story from a a coaching call that we had in our income protection academy recently. And one of our participants was talking about a situation where he had had a client who's currently employed is thinking about uh, starting his own firm and obviously going from, you know, employment to a brand new business. The DI carriers are, are very wary of that. And so what we we really focused in on was making sure that he got coverage now and for the most important reason of protecting his future insurability. Because certainly in this age of COVID, there's a lot of uncertainties. But the most important thing I believe right now, and Mike, you have been really beating the drum on this, is making sure that you protect your future insurability. So what that particular producer is going to do, is add on some additional individual coverage to the group LTD policy while this person is still employed. And it's going to be several months before, if and when the person actually makes the leap. But if he does, he now has his future insurability covered, which I think is really critical. Don't you?
1: Chris, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it, it, it's good that he's doing it. And you and I know anybody that works for, we'll call it a bigger company, major Industry, it doesn't have to be major, obviously. But the the part about LTD is, you know what? The world as I know it is always thinking about switching gears. Um, I go back to you a long time ago. I'm not going to date you too much, but you worked in the insurance, straight insurance, you know, provident life and accident, doing J's fold. I think it was 20 years, and I think you. You correct me if I'm wrong. You called me one day and said, Kaga, I'm 20 and out." Didn't it sound something like that? Yep. I mean, if my memory serves me, it was like, Mike, I'm 20 and out. You never know what opportunity is going to present itself or what opportunity you may create. Insurance companies are pretty good about asking, are you planning on leaving within the next six months? And I've always said, it's a really fair statement, but most people don't have the faintest idea from one day to the next. They start thinking about leaving, true with me too, two years before I ever did anything. So if you've got the opportunity while you're working to get this add-on to group LTD specifically I say for the reason of, that you just mentioned Chris future insurability and you decide to go do something then your insurability is taken care of again for the rest of your working career I encourage anybody as I think it was Mark Cuban that said months ago is a very very industrious nation out of this pandemic will come will foster startup companies creativity New business, new industry, small startups. It, 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 you've still got to feed your family. We have an industrious and a very adventurous society that will go out and start to do something and create new companies and make things happen. Along those lines, you and I have this conversation more often than not. And I say this probably more in 2020 than I've ever said in my career is, you know, I tell people your next visit to your physician regardless of the cause. In other words, regardless of the reason that you're going to see your position, could be the last time you're insurable for the rest of your life. Do you really want to take that chance for you and your family? I just talked to a broker of mine yesterday who said, Mike, that's exactly what I told a 44-year-old man making 600 grand. And he goes, that was the end of the conversation. We didn't go deep on anything. I said, listen, the next time you go to your doc, and he's like, well, I got to go get a physical. Could be the last time you're insurable for the rest of your life. I don't think you want to take that chance. Not now, not in today's world. He said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because once again, Chris, we're heading towards, we are in an election year, and we're heading towards the Democratic National Convention, I think, kicked off last night. We're going to talk about medical insurance. We're going to talk about the pandemic. We're going to talk health, 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 health. Don't you think that's really what we're going to talk about for the next 90 days to 120 days, Chris, is health. Everything we talk about is going to be money and health. What are the two things we do, Chris? That we talk about every podcast
0: is protecting somebody's income in case they get hurt or sick. Would that be money and health? It's money and health, brother.
1: So if it's, if it's on the forefront of three hundred and sixty million, and I obviously included the children in this because my children are interested in politics already at nine and twelve. But just at least how the systems work—not so much the people, but how the systems work. Civics is is a good thing to learn. It, everybody's talking about the same thing. We talk about money and we talk about health. So in that world, there's not a better time to start talking about income protection and adding it on to what you currently have because you don't know what the future will hold. I personally believe, and I want your input here, Chris, I think that as we go through the year and we keep getting quarterlies from major corporations, publicly traded, in other words, analyst reports, quarterly earnings, I think we may see Downturn in employment, not because of COVID, but because of COVID. And what I mean by that, Chris, is I think that they've learned that a whole bunch of people can stay home and work. Um, I have a friend that just left um, a big insurance organization, big publicly traded insurance company, had a fairly high-paying job. Actually, it was a high-paying job. They're not replacing that person, Chris. They figured out how to do it without him. So, let's say you're taking thirty thousand. I'm just making a number up off the docket, off the books. 368-year-plus expenses, I think as we go forward, because of Zoom, because of everything that happened, we're going to see people not get furloughed. I think we're going to see, like, I like to refer to it as the old military term, Chris. I think there might be a reduction in force, which is going to require creativity and people thinking about health and money, benefits and money. Would you
0: agree? You know, there's there, there's no question, Mike, and, and I kind of want to pull that thread a little bit further what you said earlier, you know, with, with the, the example you gave of one of your brokers. And, and you know, we, we've talked about it on this podcast about how we think that this is a great time to be talking to people about the need to protect their income because paychecks are so critical it's these days because a lot of people have lost those paychecks. And we also talk about the fact that people recognize bad things can happen to them. They're not guaranteed lifelong health. So my point is this, even if the people who are listening to our podcast were to go out and talk to their clients and just say exactly, you know, what you have said about, you know, the next time you visit the doctor might be the last time you're insurable. And they were to put on a minimal amount of uh, monthly benefit, but making sure they have the maximum amount of future insurability. And, And Mike, you and I both know that every carrier is a little bit different on how they do that. The point being is future insurability has never been so important. You know, we, we've talked about it over the years, Mike, but I believe now that, you know, we're, we're in a world where it's critical because not only has COVID become such a big part, but the potential after effects of COVID, i.e. on your heart or on your lungs. And what's that going to do if an underwriter says, Oh my goodness, the person did test positive and what are his or her ramifications for the heart and lungs
1: well take that one step farther because one of these issues that we're seeing and we typically would see it on the nightly news is if you tested positive for covid and we'll use covid as this specific example tested positive for covid and you got sick and you're a 44 year old anesthesiologist this is actually one i saw on television 44 year 38 days in the hospital when they go on national television and they have them on a treadmill and say, you know, he lost 44 pounds, which probably didn't hurt, but he's got lung damage that's got to try to, which they're not sure is repairable. It's a little tough for him when you go get medical records when he was on national television with lung damage. If I'm an underwriter, I got to think twice about what kind of records do I have to get and what do I need to know to protect the insurance company because it is fair. What do I have to do now because it goes beyond COVID? it maybe become a pulmonary, a lung and a heart issue, cardiovascular and pulmonary issue. What you don't want those as exclusions. And it could all have been because of a virus, Chris. Let's just go all the way back to the very beginning. Just a virus.
0: I think that's so so critical, Mike, and you know, we we've joked over the years about that skin and contents waiver. And mm-hmm. when you have a you have a, a virus like this where it can affect so much of your system, if you will You certainly want want to make sure that your insurability is protected. So I know we're beating that drum a lot on today's uh, episode, but I I really believe that the action item from today's episode is to is all the all producers need to make a commitment to at least have the conversation with their with their clients and their prospects that they have upcoming meetings with to have this future insurability conversation. Because if they don't, they could really put them in a horrific situation down the road because because they can't get coverage because something bad happened to them.
1: Chris, I couldn't agree more, and I think it's well put. And I had lunch, again, with an asset accumulator. I am going back to lunch. Is beginning to do things a little bit the way I used to. But we had lunch. Naturally, we had lunch outside. But short story long, as we finish up this episode, because it's right in conjunction with what we're talking about, now's the time to have the discussion. And my buddy that's an asset accumulator said, I'm having no problem maintaining clients. I actually get some referrals, which is good, but not a lot. And he goes, you know, I think that this income protection, Mike, and this came from him. I think it could be the best that I haven't heard it put this way, Chris. I think it could be the best side hustle job. I always say part-time job, right? Because I'm old. He goes, I think this could be the best side hustle job I have because I have no problem calling all the people that I know. And he's finally going to do it. He's 40 years old. We're talking tons of friends with two and three kids, one kid, Constant conversation, but not his clients because they don't have the assets to invest. He goes, I'm just going to go back with, with the good old risk protection package, Mike. I'm going to use that quote, and I'm going to talk to them about, you know what? The next visit to your physician could be the last time you're insurable for the rest of your life. I don't think you and your family want to take that chance. And I'm Mike, I'm just going to see what they say. And that's where he left it. And I'm going to use this as a side hustle, meaning I'm going to sell insurance only for a little bit to a certain group of people. And I'm going to make that my second job. And I said, kind of like a part-time job. He goes, yeah. But Mike, we call it a side hustle bout. I'm like, okay, that, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so, I mean, today, I you know we have beat the drum, but this is the time because it's a 10 minute conversation and you can do that over a phone. You can do that over a Zoom call or whatever your, your medium is right now versus face to face. And it, and it's not complicated. It allows a person to get information and make a quick or at least a relatively quick decision on whether they want to go forward or not go forward.
0: I think I think it's so so important Mike and I I hope that our listeners will will accept that challenge and and have those conversations you know with their clients and the prospects that they are having either Zoom meetings or phone calls with because I think it's going to be the best thing that they will ever do for for those people.
1: Chris I couldn't agree more and with that I'm off to Mount Rushmore with my young children because they need to see the monuments in this country. So I'm off to Mount Rushmore to uh, show my kids that big rock that's got some faces carved in it. With that, because um, summer is just about over. It was an interesting summer. I think you would agree, but it's about over and it's about time to go back to school. So with that, enjoy your week and thank you so much for your time today. Likewise, Mike. You had a great trip. Thanks, bud.